Yo, what's up everyone? Welcome to the True Blue Podcast. I'm your host, Zachary Sucardi. You can find me on Instagram at True Blue Podcast. It is uh, April 16th, me thinks. Yeah, April 16th. Sunday night. Hope everyone had a good Easter, good week. Um, yeah, I did. I had a good day. I'm just chilling. Today was good. Let's see. I hit church, went to the gym. Had a good workout. Man, I've been foam rolling like a mall fucker. Foam rolling my adductor, abductor, my hammies. And then I uh, bring a softball and I work on my calves because they're tight as fuck. And that softball is so acute to the, to the, like, uh, to the muscle. Really loosens your boy up. Uh, but yeah, it was a, it was a good workout. And then I, uh, hooked up with a friend. We talked for a little bit on, um, on, um, fucking FaceTime. So I mentioned this before, but I'm in a 12 step program and I was doing my fifth step. My fifth step is the fifth step. I should say is when you admit to yourself to God and to another person, the exact nature of your wrongs. Cause the fourth step, that's where you like, you list your, Resentments, your fears, your harmful conduct, your sexual conduct, your strengths, and then like any other areas that like, you know, have gone unmentioned. It's pretty damn thorough. So the person I chose to read my fourth step to, which is the fifth step, is my homie in New Jersey, my best friend. So we uh, we met up on uh, FaceTime. And we worked it out. So I got to say, the early half of my day, well, I mean, all my entire day, but especially the early half, was very self-care-centric. And here I am doing the podcast. So, I mean, this is just a good self-care day. But it was kind of cool because I did the church thing. I got the spiritual vibe going. I did the physical activity. I got the fucking the heart rate up at the gym. And then I did my fifth step with my homie. And then after that, I went to this um, fucking... Uh, Mexican restaurant here in town. It's called a guave. It was fucking delish. Delish. Um, and then I uh, did some poetry. And I read some poetry in my backyard and fucking fell asleep. I swear, like, reading knocks my ass out. Like, if I'm already kind of tired, fucking hey, man. So I kind of, like, took an outside nap in my fucking wicker chair. Um, but, yeah, that was kind of my day. Uh, good day, good day. Now I'm just doing the podcast. After this, I'm going to read some more poetry. I've been on this fucking mega big reading kick lately. Just reading, reading, reading. Um, I should be getting my iPad tomorrow. So hopefully the next episode will be a little diff. Uh, I'm looking forward to doing more with the podcast, doing more on the creative side, working on a poetry book of like a kind of a collection of a bunch of my works over the years and I'm way excited about it. Um I have a friend help me with the with the cover. I have some ideas kind of spinning around and it'll just be great. It'll just be great to put together. Um Yeah, so that's kind of me catching up on my shit. Uh not too much since we last spoke, but let's get into the first break here. Alright, since we last spoke, um, 
Let's see here. I've noticed that work, when people high-five at work, it's fucking cringe as fuck. I want to, like, break their arms immediately. That'd be kind of wild. Imagine that, like, people are high-fiving. Because when they high-five, it's so hokey. It's so, like, it's cheese as fuck. It's annoying. It's whack corporate whackness. High-fiving at work? Go fuck yourself. Don't high-five me. Don't high five me and just see. I just I, I I witnessed a couple people at my job doing it, and I just wanted to immediately, immediately go over to them and break their arms. Just break their arms, not say a word, and just walk away. They would never high five again. Gosh, you know, um, I think that's it. Gosh, uh, this this segment's pretty short because it's like a mix between like me just doing a little intro action and then just talking about what I've been up to or like what I've noticed. And I guess it's just all anger. <laughs> it's high five anger. It's cheesy, corny, fucking hokey ass fucking people communicating in a hokey, annoying ass way. High five, fuck out of here. This ain't the eighties. This ain't some fucking like surfer high school. High five. Go fuck yourself. Alright, let's get into some uh self care. All right, if you're a human on this earth with a heartbeat, you've experienced anxiety. It's fucking bullshit. Total bullshit. You know, I remember back in the day, I didn't uh, have anxiety for a long time. And my sister would go through it, and I would kind of, after a while, I kind of go, well, you know, whatever. But then when you experience anxiety, it fucking rocks your world. Fucking blows. So it's fucking, it's some bullshit. So this is from, let me get this Instagram page. Uh insightful underscore and there's two n's in in so i n n sightful underscore on instagram it says things that make anxiety worse you know i had some pretty bad anxiety so i broke up with my ex-girlfriend like last year and it fucked me up it fucked me up because i made her like my higher power like i gave her so much fucking like clout it was like a drug. Literally, it was like a drug. So when we broke up, I wasn't getting that drug anymore, and it fucked up my system. You know what I'm saying? Like, it fucked up my chemistry. And it really it really did, and I was fucking withdrawing. And, I mean, I'm probably, you know, whatever, but it was mostly withdrawing from that fact of making someone your higher power, making someone your sort of distraction. I mean, I'll, I'll get into this another time, but it was just, like, just fucked um, and just kind of the way it happened, you know, she, she went back with her ex and it was just real shady, totally her style, but real fucking shady. Um, but I've come a long way. Your boys come a long way. You know what I'm saying? Come a long way. Uh, thank God I don't have that kind of anxiety like I used to. People give me anxiety. I've had mostly, honestly, like my ex-girlfriends in my life give me anxiety. Um, and then when I did cocaine, <laughs> when I came down off of cocaine, that was pretty anxiety-filled. That was a long-ass time ago, but kind of similar. So this is things that make anxiety worse. Number one, caffeine. On the real, I couldn't even fuck with caffeine. I was so fucked up. I started drinking, because I, I like drinking soda, um, only with my, like, uh, pizza and shit. I don't just drink it. Like, I drink water all the fucking time. I got water right here. But, you know, pizza, soda, I'm from Jersey, so it's it's a marriage, you know. And I couldn't even fucking drink caffeine. It was fucking my shit up. So I had caffeine-free Diet Coke. Caffeine could fuck your shit up if you are got some anxiety. That shit's no good. 
Next is not moving your body. Yeah, if you're not fucking exerting and getting the, that energy out somehow, you're just sitting on you're just sitting on your anxiety and it's some bullshit. Fuck that. Not moving your body. Things that make anxiety worse, neglecting sleep. You know, I was so fucked up after breaking up with my ex-girlfriend. Uh, I fucked up my sleep. It did. It was literally like coming off of a drug. Which goes to show how unhealthy our relationship was. When you make someone your higher power and you give them all this fucking clout. And then, you know, they're all of a sudden not there. Your shit's fucked up. And I wasn't neglecting sleep, trust me. And the thing is, I could go to sleep. Like, I was tired, but I'd wake up at like, you know, after two hours, three hours of sleep and be up all night. It fucking sucked. It fucking sucked. Uh, things that make anxiety worse, heavy drinking. I don't drink. I'm fucking half Irish, but I do not drink. So thank God. Thank God I don't drink. But yeah, if you have experienced anxiety, lay off on the booze. Uh, next is skipping meals. It fucked me up. I mean, I love food, but you know, I don't know if I, I don't think I skip meals, but early on it was like, I don't know. It was just so like hardcore, like traumatic for me. Just the way it all happened. Like she just like went back to her ex-boyfriend and I don't know. He's all fucked up on his own. They're all fucked up. Their, their whole scene is just, yeah. None of my motherfucking business is what it is. But I, I can remember like meeting a, meeting friends out to eat and shit, just chatting them up, and I couldn't even really eat. Fucking sucked. Things that make anxiety worse, sugar. Yeah, just like the caffeine. Lay off on that fucking shit, man. That can really fuck your shit up. You really gotta like be careful, especially if you have anxiety. This is a great one. Messy room. Holy shit. I come from a clutter family. Okay, so as an adult, I am anti-clutter. And even if I have, like, fucking, like, clothes in a hamper and shit, that shit's fucking on, on its way out. I'm I'm fucking washing that shit. I bought these air seal bags. I air seal a ton of my clothes. I can't have a messy room. I need shit to be in order. Like, when I see clutter anywhere, it, it does, that shit gives me anxiety. And it, it's true. If you have a messy room or messy car, messy workstation... Your shit's fucked up. Your fucking mental shit is not on point. You really need you really need to have your shit together. And it really helps organize like your brain and your emotions. Cuz if your environment's just think about it. If your environment's chaotic and in this instance the chaos is clutter, your shit's fucked up. It's going to make your anxiety worse. Next one is always saying yes. Oh man. You no know, is a complete that's one of the things I've learned in 12 step no is a complete sentence just fucking say no like back in the 80s just say no um don't yes everybody you're gonna you're gonna fucking spread yourself too thin say no speak up things that make anxiety worse negative people on the real like you like when you hear like those like gurus and those people say you got to surround yourself with positive people it's so fucking true you can't have any negative people i had a couple people in my life and i still love them but they were just very negative very like victim you know very like i told you so they just had this bad attitude and i just kind of had to pull back and say hold on a minute i need to surround myself with more positive hardcore you know things that make anxiety worse not drinking enough water so you just heard me before talking about drinking water. I'm a water drinker. Water drinker. I drink tons of water. My pee's fucking clear for days. For fucking days, my pee is clear. 
Things that make anxiety worse, not getting fresh air. Very true, the sunshine. My friend Joan, shout out to Joan. She would tell me, go for a fucking walk from like 11 to 1. Like in, the, in those times, that's when the sun is like representing. Um, fresh air, getting fresh air. Like I told you today, I sat outside and read some poetry and fell, fell asleep. <laughs> Still was nice. Good to get fresh air. Uh, and last on this list, things that make anxiety worse, spending too much time online. Amen. Holy shit. Amen. Get off the fucking internet, especially social media. Shit is poison. So many phony balonies on there. Speaking of my ex, she was she loved social media. She loved the attention. Loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. And it turned me off, honestly, because I was just like, nah. I need it to be real. I need shit to be good with you and I. I don't need to go off of social media or have this phony fucking facade. Get the fuck out of here. Spending too much time online, I mean, honestly, most of it is negative bullshit. Unless you're really, like, you know, watching good videos. Like, I was watching this uh, this YouTube channel, um, Dr. Romney. She talks about narcissism because my ex was a super narcissist. She suffered from narcissistic personality disorder. And uh, this guy at the gym named Brian, which is my brother's name, so... Anytime I meet someone who has like a sibling's name or a friend's name, I'm kind of like, all right, you were sent to me. And uh, he told me about this this uh, YouTube channel, Dr. Romney, and uh, it was great. She really helped me out. She really helped me understand like the dynamics of my last relationship, um, sort of the roles I played and that she played. Really fucking helped. Um, so yeah, get off the internet, unplug, turn on Do Not Disturb, pick up a book. Pick up fucking Fear of Dreaming by Jim Carroll when I release my book at some point this year. Pick it up. It'll be cheap. Just read it. Fucking get a pen and mark it up. You know, circle shit you like. You know what I'm saying? All right, well, that's the self-care tip. Things that make anxiety worse from in with two N's, sightful underscore on Instagram. Let's get into some poetry. Let's fucking do it. So this is a um, selection from Jim Carroll in his Fear of Dreaming book, which is a um, like a compilation. This is from his uh, Living at the Movies book. So in um, in poetry, when there's no title to like a poem, um, it's just like labeled poem. Like, if you didn't title a song, it would just be labeled song. They do this a lot in poetry just to kind of um, keep a theme going, just to kind of, like, almost, like, log it, have some sort of, like, clerical, like, way of um, acknowledging it. So this is just called Poem. Excuse me. We are very much a part of the boredom, of early spring, of planning the day's shopping, of riding down fifth on a bus terrified by Easter. But here we are anyway, surviving like a wet street in August and keeping our eye on each other as we do it. Well, you go west on 8th Street and buy something mystical to wear, and I'll simply tuck my hands into my corduroy pockets and whistle over to Carter's for the poster he promised me. I like the idea of leaving you for a while, knowing I'll see you again while boring books, W.H. Auden, 
and movie schedules sustain my isolation, and all the while my mind's leaning on you like my body would like to lean on you below some statue in Central Park, in the lion house at the Bronx Zoo, on a bed in Forest Hills, on a bus. I reach 3rd Avenue, it's blue traffic, I knew I would sooner or later, and there you are in the wind of Astor Place, reading a book and breathing in the air every few seconds. You're so consistent. Isn't the day so confetti-like? Pieces of warm flesh tickling my face on St. Mark's Place, and my heart pounding like a Negro youth, while depth is approaching everywhere, in the sky, and in your touch. Fucking amazing. Alright, let's share some music. Alright, so I've been into this band called Military Gun. They're an awesome hardcore band from California. I heard somewhere on on social media (laughs) that uh, this band Spice sounds like them. So I quickly listened to Spice because I love Military Gun, and Spice is fucking awesome. They have great uh, cover art, like their album art's really good, really uh, distinct, kind of draws you in. Um, This is on their self-titled album. The song is called First Feeling. It's the first song on the album. Great opener, great opener. Openers are very important. If you hear an album with a shitty opener, it it better be, well, it's bullshit. Some openers are a bit like kind of like intros, so they kind of like, it's almost like uh, like reading a book, like a, like a foreword or some shit, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it but this, it, this isn't the case. This is excellent. Great opener, very driven. Like the rhythm section in this gets you moving. Uh, I've been listening to it at the gym, but it is a gym song. So add this to your gym playlist, First Feeling by Spice. Great melodies, great harmonies in this. It's got that new wave hardcore sound that I've been digging lately. Uh, Very high-minded lyrics uh, about moving on. Um, The song is very inspiring. It definitely, like, um, promotes activity. I can't say enough good things about it. First Feeling by Spice. I'm going to read you the lyrics. Ah, I want you to stay. Uh-huh. Stay away. We carried away. How you couldn't explain. Ah, uh, you couldn't explain. Ah, uh, you had to change. I said you had to change. Change, change. Oh, no. The first four days. Oh, no. Twelve days. And her thirty days. Oh, thirty days. Until I was dropped. Ah, uh, sixty days. Sixty days. Oh. They got you, my friend. They got you, my friend. They got you, my friend. They caught you on camera. They got you, my friend. They got you, my friend. They got you, my friend. They caught you on camera. Fucking love that. Especially the first part. I want you to stay. Stay away. We carried away. It's a fucking poem, right? It's a poetic shit right there. Well, that's it. That's session 76. I'm happy to be here. Happy to share my shit. Thanks for listening. Hope everyone has a great week. Take good care of yourselves. Do something good for yourself. Don't neglect yourself. Don't fucking let anxiety rule your life. There's people out there like me and other people who love you and care about you. And there's so many great things that you can get into to realize that you're exactly where you're supposed to be. You're never early. You're never late. You're exactly where you're supposed to be. God bless everybody.